Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Tales from the Blue Cottage. Um, I guess I'm just going to dive right in tonight. Uh, just go ahead and jump in. No need. I think at this point, everybody's probably sick of our shameless plugs. <laughs> so, uh, all I'd like to say is just thank you guys for listening in. Thank you all for your support. Um, it's been a, been a lot of fun to bring this back to life after, after a year of hiatus. It's been a lot of fun. So, anyways, last we left off, our party awakened near the sheep farm, or, well, no, take that back, they started off at the sheep farm after they had just slain two giant creatures who were stealing sheep and threatening to kill the, the sheep farmer nearby. Um, you all decided that in the moment you were going to take that sheep and cook it, because why not? There, there were two sheep there. They're dead already. Let's not, you know, waste not one, huh? Um, in the middle of cooking, the farmers showed up. There was a bit of questioning, but thanks to some very good persuasion checks by Artemis, um, he was able to talk his way out of that situation and kind of convinced the farmers that you guys were the ones that killed the giants. They weren't 100% convinced. Either way, they let you continue on your path. On your next day of travel, you came across some bandits who tried to hijack you. Um, Hey. However, uh, you were able to dispatch them, all of the goblins, the bugbear, the, the human bandit as well, and you found two slain bodyguards. Bodyguards that you knew were those that were following a, a young woman named Mercy Brigham, whom you met in Stonebrook a few days prior, uh, and had left a couple of, I think a day or two before you guys left Stonebrook. Um, you, based on, after questioning one of the bandits, you found that they took Mercy and uh, that, or that Mercy was betrayed by one of her, by her third bodyguard named Graham, who took her to a hideout somewhere in the middle of the fields of Thun, and you're not exactly sure where. You did, you were able to procure a map off of one of the dead bandits, and you think you have an idea of where you should go. Um, I believe he did mention something about a bridge as well, meeting on a bridge north of Dunslow. After that, you continued on to Dunslope, where you were greeted by a very kind and chipper man by the name of Hogarth Kinsley, who later on in the night... Ooh, better turn that off. <laughs> uh, who you found, you found out later on in the night had actually been murdered a few months prior. Uh, which was a little... Was, was not actually too alarming to you guys, because... Thanks to Cecilia's keen senses, you gathered that he he probably wasn't real anyways, to begin with. Um, however, the woman who he was married to was very, she seemed very sad, she seems very convinced that he was murdered. Um, you guys found a, a plethora of information, you were, you were offered a couple of quests, in fact, one to find the uh, the root of the ogre's knot bush, somewhere that, that could be somewhere, found somewhere in the fields of Thum north of Dunslow. Um, but was a very, uh, it was a bit of an attractant for giants. Um, you also received a quest to burn down one of the local houses. Make sure no one's inside, of course, but burn down one of the houses. There was a man that you met um, who seemed very frustrated, very upset by something that was going on in the house, and he wanted it gone. Um, you also learned of a traveling violinist, tiefling named Floor, who was performing a show in Iridessa at some point in the near future. It was supposed to be some great concerto. And I believe that is where we will pick up tonight. As you guys are still you're in the tavern, it's starting to empty out. It's getting quite late. And you were getting ready to take your long rests. You all have already procured rooms for the night. Um, so, what would you all like to do? speak with animals and um, as you finish with the casting um, she, you kind of like shuffle your pocket a little bit and she she pokes her head out very slowly as she's just waking up just... <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Time for some training again. Training? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're at Work slaying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do some training. But yeah. Mavis already performed once tonight. Dance? Treat? Food? Food. Uh, food. So with the paper bags yeah. and, and the food, successful easy time. enough success. Yes. Yeah, cool. <laughs> cool. Okay. Okay. Good job. And afterwards, she gobbles up the food, and she she quickly like uh, gets back into your pocket and just goes right back to sleep. <laughs> she seems very tired. Yeah. Oh. So. You have anything you want to do, Bill? Not yet. Uh, until we go to sleep, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. At this point, you see Ren kind of uh, going through, cleaning, busting the tables, cleaning things off, um, putting stools up on the table. She's uh, she seems to be the only person that, that's that's working this tavern at the moment. Um, you, you haven't seen any help or anything here, which is a little unusual. Usually, there's at least two or three helping hands, but it seems like it's just her. Um, she stokes the fire one last time, and then she kind of wanders over behind the counter and uh, begins to put it, wash dishes and things of that nature. So, there's one thing I want to do before we go to bed. I want to <clears throat> focus and change out my spells. Okay. So. Alright, easy enough. Um. So do you do that before you go to bed, or is that like part of going to bed? Because that's what I, the thing I was going to do. So that's. Um. I think it, as long as we it do says it, you have to spend You have to spend hours. a certain amount of time doing yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to spend a certain amount of time doing it. Oh, yeah. So. Let's see. But not Unless you're a bar. You just get changed out. <laughs> and Ranger 2, I believe. Just the same ones? Right? Yeah. 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 You just you can only change it a little. Well, that's not very long. Yeah. At least one minute per spell level. Yeah. For Druid, I believe it's not. Yeah, for Druid. So. I don't think it's very long for a wizard either. But that's that'd be something you would do before you take a long rest. So. A cantrip feature you don't have to do. Well, not before, but during your long yeah, rest. Like during that eight yeah. hours, at some point, yeah, you have to spend some of that time preparing your spells. So. I actually do want to um, listen in on the rooms beside us too. Okay. All right. Just to make sure. Um, go ahead and make a perception check. Are we in our rooms already? Have we gone out? Uh, your choice. Uh, I don't think you've established that just, yet, yeah. but, but we'll, you can hold that. Before we go until, yeah. yeah. So what is it? 19. 19. Okay. Just keep that in mind. So is there anything you guys would like to do before you retire to your rooms? It is getting late. It's probably pushing 10, 30, 11 o'clock right now. Um, go to bed. <laughs> Alright, so you all retire to your rooms. Uh, who is sleeping well, I believe? You two and then Kestris and Armas, right? With a 19, as you kind of. The room itself is. Uh, it's not as big as this, the rooms at the Stone Dragon Inn. However, it's not as small as the rooms at the, uh, the Iron, Iron Flask. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, but, you know, despite them being a little bit smaller with two beds, they're quite clean. Very nice. The linens are very soft, and, and straight enough, they seem like as you kind of feel them, they're silk. Very Ooh, nice. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. It's girl. It seems a bit. This is not. <laughs> the uh, and and the quilt that lies on top is a very well fashioned like uh, quilt. It's, it's stuffed full of cotton, um, and, and cotton and wool, and it's just very. It's a little bougie for such a kind of backwoods tavern. It's kind of it's kind of alarming. And what you've thought of this about the, the entire time you've been here, this this tavern, despite being in the middle of nowhere, is very nice, very fancy, it's quite large, despite the small town that it caters to. Um, as you kind of listen into the rooms beside you, you you wander over to the one side, and all you hear is just a steady. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just a very Great. deep. Sawing of logs on one side. <laughs> uh, the, other, the other side, you kind of wander to the other room, and you don't hear anything. It's quiet there. Which um, you don't remember seeing a whole lot of patrons here. Um, <clears throat> I think that you may have noticed a couple of merchants that were staying here, but not many. Okay. So, as you guys 
begin to retire, is there anything you want to discuss, anything you want to do, or do you want to just go ahead and move on to the next day? Make sure our door is locked. Yep. <laughs> 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 nice. Does yeah. our room have a window? Um, good question. Your rooms would not have a window. They'd be on the interior. So essentially the way this is laid out is on to the right and left of that open bar that was downstairs, you would go up and there'd be a long hallway that kind of circles around to the back. So there's a series of interior rooms and then exterior rooms. Maybe 18 total, um, but yours would be on the interior, so no window. Cecilia, can I ask you something? <clears throat> sure. Have you seen that aura again on my back shoulder since the last time? Do Not since that moment with the idol. The time that you handed that idol over to um, to Gelbus was the last time you saw it happen. Last time I saw it was when we were with the idol. Hmm. Does that normally happen? No, it's never happened before. Hmm. It's quite interesting to me and to you that I'm not familiar with it and why it would be happening. I'm just curious if it happened again. Mostly just because keep an eye on it so we can figure out why it's happening. Well, I mean, if I definitely see it again, I'll definitely let you know. I don't see much, so... <laughs> <laughs> Anything that I see is definitely worth noting. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else? Um, I'll keep watch for a little bit and just stay up. Okay. Make sure nothing happens. You guys just, you're preparing your spells for the next day, and you just... I might go to bed. Go on to bed? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Mavis, don't try anything crazy at night. <laughs> as, as, Mavis will know. <laughs> as you lay down, Mavis, like, being that Speak With Animals is still going, Mavis kind of like, she shovels out of your pocket and flies up into the rafters nearby and just kind of watches, and she says, Watching. <laughs> <laughs> and she just keeps an eye on Artemis, like just fixing it on We have a guard dog. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. So, uh, as she does this cheese nut, like his head comes out of your pocket and then immediately just, just shuffles right back in. So, anyways, uh, as you guys settle down, uh, Artemis, is there anything you want to do before you? Retire other than your spells. Think so? I know. Okay. So everybody else is uh, retiring for the evening. All right. Cool. Well. Don't like it. Between your long dress. <laughs> Around 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> sleeping soundly oh, in your house. Your long rest goes unimpeded. Uh, Castro has to get up and pee at one point or another. <laughs> uh, but okay, other okay. than that, no, your, your long rest goes unimpeded. What do we not prepare for? <laughs> um, however, you are awakened in the morning. Uh, as you kind of stir to, um, you do hear uh, some a bit of raised voices coming from us downstairs below you at the bottom of the tower. Can we hear anything immediately, or just the? Pitch? It's just that up pitch, that kind of frustration. But you do hear Ren getting a little riled up. Can I hear it, or can I not? Make perception check. Sixteen. Sixteen? Yeah. So, as you listen to Cecilia, as this kind of wake, stirs you awake, and you kind of put your ears to the to the door of your room, you do hear Ren, she just kind of... That's, that's extortion! You can't do this! 
And you hear another voice. Rendalame, you'll find that I certainly can. I relay that to Adam. <laughs> Doesn't sound too good down there. Maybe we should go hurry up and head down the stairs and see what's going on. Definitely. It sounds like she needs help. Why head down the stairs? So as you two kind of quickly throw your clothes on and you make your way downstairs, but you see, um, you do see uh, the, a couple of merchants uh, that you'd seen the night before with their with their bodyguards sitting at a, in a window booth nearby. All of them, they've got a little bit of food in front of them and, and some drink and they're kind of keeping their heads low like that. You see, you know, a couple fighting in the store and they're just, and people are just watching but trying not to get involved. Um, and you see Rin standing in front of the bar uh, with in front of this stalwart man. He's kind of he's probably about six foot one, six foot two, bit older, um, bald heads, kind of gray, um, gray and peppered uh, facial hair, uh, slightly sunken in eyes, uh, and he's wearing quite like nobleman's robes um, with a bit of plate mail underneath that you can see gleaming beneath his tunic. Um, behind him, there are two men that stand, both pretty equivalent size to him. Both of them armed to the teeth, dressed like soldiers. Uh, and he seems to be having a bit of an argument with Ren. Do you two, are you going to make your way downstairs as you hear this, or are you going to stay? Yeah, meet up and see what's yeah. going on. Right, so you Check guys. on their door, realize, yeah. well, they didn't wait for <laughs> Okay. She thought. <laughs> Yeah, as you, <laughs> as you notice, as you kind of approach their door, you immediately see the two of them. They're already making their way down the stairs. You can see their heads descending down. Hey! Hey! This is annoying. Thanks for waking go. us up and not getting us. We gotta go. Don't worry about it. Ren's in trouble. What? What? Yeah, we gotta go. Okay. So, you always need to wake up Sometimes. <laughs> Beauty sleep. <laughs> so, as you kind of make your way down the stairs, you see Ren, as she sees you, she kind of, she takes a deep breath, and um, she kind of looks, I'll get you the money as soon as I can afford it. And you hear the man just kind of responds again, your time's almost off, Ren. Another <laughs> You've got one more week, and then your taxes are due. And I expect them paid in full, including your back tax. And you, as you guys kind of come down the stairs, you notice that he and the two men behind him, both of them, the guys behind him, have uh, they're wearing uh, like. Their arm, they've got this unusual looking armor that has a bit of a shoulder polish that kind of like sticks up a little bit, protecting the left side of their faces. Um, and each of them has, one of them has like long, shaggy, like black hair. Uh, the other one's kind of short, scruffy black hair. And they both appear to be a little bit younger and they both kind of eye you as you come down the stairs. Uh, they, one of them reaches up and kind of nudges the, the older gentleman that's kind of giving Ren trouble. Um, he kind of, Acknowledges you, and he kind of smiles. Welcome, travelers, to Dunslow. Hope you found your uh, stay pleasant. We did, honestly. They might uh, ask who you are. Edgar March. And I am the. Uh, I suppose you could say magistrate of this year town. And I'm just leaving. And he kind of gives Ren a very intense look and turns around and begins to make his way out. Lovely to meet you. <laughs> the two men that are with him turn face and kind of follow him out as well. And Ren just kind of, <sighs> she takes a deep breath, she slams a towel on the table, um, kind of makes her way behind the bar, 
She turns at all of you and quite sorry I had to see that. Um, have a seat, I'll get you breakfast. Thank you. Is everything okay? Uh, she doesn't respond. She just keeps. She seems fixated. She's too big mad. Yeah. Don't think it's okay. Um, I can cook you something a little more, um, but it costs extra if you're looking for something heartier. Uh, there's also a bakery down the way that makes uh, quite nice breakfast. So. No, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. for me. It's good. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Again, how much is it? For. Oh, this is included with your stay. Oh, how nice. Of course. Uh, it was Hogarth's idea before he passed. He loved to feed people. Of course, he was a better cook than I was, I'm afraid. Was it just you two running this place? Aye, it was, yes. It must be stressful being by yourself. It's it's hard, yes, but I manage. Have you ever thought about getting help? <laughs> well, not a lot of folk will extend a hand to help a Drishkin woman in need, I'm afraid. But, um, perhaps. 
course, if Haggard has his way, I may not have to have him much longer anyways. Are there... Are Drishkins liked here? Anywhere in Thielden, Drishkins are typically not accepted. There are some people who don't mind us. Several people in this town, in fact, a young family of soldiers, one whom you spoke with last night, in fact. How did you know I spoke with him? Oh, I should have told you the table was right in the middle of the floor. I'm not She watches what goes on. Kieran and his family moved here some time ago. Uh, when the town was founded, they've been kind. Not other, others are not so accepting, I'm afraid. Hogarth was one of the few who was. And he came from money. Lucky me. He opened this tavern on a whim, just because he wanted to have something to do. He thought it would be fun. How is the Drishkin community in Fielden? Pretty small. Do you have like family in Stonebrook or anything? I'm afraid my family is long gone. War is a dangerous thing. Not all of us were as lucky as I. She never mentioned anything like how long ago that you passed, did she? A few months. She did. A few months. Okay. Okay. So Kieran's family is accepting of them, right? Usually, the families that have come from Alador tend to be far more open with Drishkins. The Thieldens, not so much. And the fact that the Magistrate is a veteran from the war between Thielden and Drishka, well, he has a bit of an issue with me. Also, being Drishkin, apparently, the tax laws in this land that have been passed on from the king in order to settle old Drishka don't apply to Drishkins who want to open their own businesses. Anybody else in eating down in there this morning with us? Uh, there's, like I said, there's a couple of uh, merchants nearby, yeah. kind of sitting over to themselves with their, their bodyguards. Uh, at this point, they're all kind of finishing their meals and standing up and, and getting ready to leave, though. Hogarth told me before he passed some time ago that he had a substantial sum set aside from us, of course. However, he died so abruptly he never did get a chance to tell me where he <laughs> placed it, I'm afraid. So, running this place with these extortive taxes has been rather frustrating. I know it's really none of my business, but would you mind sharing how much you owe, or how much they're charging you for it? According to the magistrate at the moment, I owe 25 gold pieces for this month and last month's taxes, which is extraordinarily high compared to what we paid when Hogarth was alive, as well as the other businesses in town. How much was it before? Five gold pieces a month. Wow. Such a big chunk. Do you know that's been the same for other merchants or people in the town? Roughly the same. Do you know if there would be a reason for changing behavior? As I said, so now the sole proprietorship of this tavern belongs to a Drishkin woman. Mm. We're not given the same tax exemptions that uh, other settlers of this community were allowed. Did Hogarth leave you any hints as to where he left his savings? I'm afraid life? not. He always took care of the finances. I never had to worry about a thing. Unfortunately, I never met his family, so I can't go to them for help either, because I'm not quite sure who they are. Um, do I recognize the Kinsley name? Uh, make a history check. Twenty-two. 
Kinsley name sounds familiar. Um, you you don't remember it from home, uh, but you do remember seeing it on ledgers from time to time within your within your father's trading company. You remember seeing a few uh, accounts payable uh, made to a Kinsley family from Iridessa. Is she like at the bar talking to us or is she at the table talking? She's at the to table her? currently. Yeah. Anyways, I uh, I have a uh, quite a bit to do before the lunch rush, so hope you enjoy your meal and um Enjoy the rest of your stay here in Dantala. Thank you. Thank you. That's right. She kind of turns about and continues to, to continues about her morning business. So there seems to be nobody up in the at this in the bar or anything with her. No, at this point it's okay. just her. The uh, you watched no, but even last night. Were... No, it's been okay. her the whole time. So yeah, you think I should have mentioned something when she said that uh, Kieran's family was nice. I mean. Maybe she might know why he asked me to do that. You can talk to her, maybe. Um, might alarm her though. If already alarm her, then she's probably going to lose her business, I think. Well, I mean, 25 gold is not unreasonable. Every month. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, to come up with some. Yeah, and then they're going to probably go up the next month. No, right, but That's extortion. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cause alarm. You could talk to her, though. Maybe. Go back to you. I know I'm used to fights. Charge Somebody told me they were about to burn a house down. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to do it. I'm just going to say I was going to talk about it. <laughs> I was saying I was going to, but I was going to. Getting my friggin' flames going. <laughs> so, sure. meet my breakfast. So you guys are enjoying your breakfast, <laughs> yeah. and about about this point, you see as flying out of the uh, the top, or you see as uh, Mavis kind of flies up and down onto the table. And she just <laughs> she shuffles over to you, and she looks very like she just awakened from a very rough nap, like a very long nap. She was. And then she just like tucks herself into your pocket. So you take your moment to yeah. kind of speak with animals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where were you, Missy? <laughs> food. Friend food. Left in night. I follow. Didn't eat. Artemis. (laughs) Friend food? (laughs) What did you do with cheese in the glass, honey? I said you could stay with you. Excuse me. What? I don't remember him. Who? Cheese I don't remember cheese nip either. Where'd he go? But you know his name, right? You said like you don't remember. No, staying in the room last night. You didn't send Cheese and about to the house, did you? <gasps> I don't. No, I don't think. Does Cheese and so. ever wander on his own? Is that a thing? I don't like keep up with him all the time. I mean, he's like just been what? There. He's I real rat. <laughs> How can you not? Do you have him right now? Is he on you? As you, as you kind of look in your pocket, he stays in there. He kind of sticks his head up and squeaks a little bit. Did you leave in the middle of the night last night? Mavis come. No, it's just friend food. I'm looking at the bottom of my shoes to see if I had dirt or mud on me. <laughs> From last night, I'm going to get a sleepwalker. <laughs> Um, no, I'm gonna go and go and get some of that. Can you uh, talk to Cheese Nip? <laughs> yeah, no, I can talk to him. Get some of that uh, mutton that we guess, went and yeah. dried up. Yeah. And uh, get Cheese Nip and let him run over there. 
grabbed wherever Mavis went into his pocket with the some of that mutton from the sheep we had. Okay. As he approaches, <laughs> Mavis's eyes go wide, and you feel as her tail just kind of shuffles a little bit. <laughs> and as as she's kind of wanders over and drops the mutton, she looks at, at she looks at Cheezum's friend food, and then she looks at the the, the piece of mutton food friend food food. <laughs> you can eat it. And then she just eats the mutton, piece of mutton quickly. Cheese yeah. Nip like jumps back and just darts back into your pocket. So it looks like she was following Cheese Nip, I'm pretty sure. And you don't know where Cheese Nip went? Uh, uh, let me see. Did, did you see anything last night? I was asleep. Mavis, <laughs> can you show us where you went last night? Mavis can show us. Are we ready? I leave a. Can't you talk to Mavis? Yeah. You can't. You can't. Everyone. All you hear. Anytime this happens, all you hear is Castro and Mavis both going. Just to make these little chirps. It's like Avatar. Momo noise. Yeah. Follow Mavis then. Do we need to be concerned? Do you need to be watched at night? I haven't been watched in the past. I mean, you, well, I think Mavis was watching me last night. Yeah. Because at the time, he was like saying, Look after him. But she was yeah. sitting with him on the. It's pretty good. I need to do that more often. Mavis watching? <laughs> yeah. <particular>. Yes. <laughs> True. I leave a. Five gold tip. Five gold? Yeah. Alright. You guys make your way out of the tavern, you leave your five gold tip. Does it start to leave? Can I, if we're inside, is it you might talk to her? In fact, I have actually um, similar to yours. Not quite. Not quite the same, though. No. Darker colors. Yes, black. He, he was uh, here. A, I guess it was about the time that Lafleur was here. The two of them were getting quite chummy. In fact, along with some other patrons. Did you have any other conversation? Not much. General conversation, the two of them try just simply asking questions about where each other was from, who they were, uh, as well as talking to some of the other merchants there then about their business. Uh, he seemed quite reserved as far as telling information about himself. Said that he was some sort of instructor at an academy for a while, but has since retired. I'm not positive, but I do believe that, that he and Lafleur, as well as a, a, another joint caravan of merchants heading towards Iridessa, passing through the Golden Hills. I know that he and Lafleur did, for sure. I'm not sure that there were others involved, now that I mention it. Thank you. Information, thank you. Of course. Hmm. Um, and because of the information, uh, the service has been wonderful. And I'll put five, five gold down too. Okay. She kind of looks down. That is far too much, dear. I can't accept this. Oh no, it's what information's worth. Thank you. 
And like I said, this stay has been lovely. Have a good day. did put quite a bit of money into this. Thank you so much. She takes the five gold pieces. Make my way up. Okay. So, you guys follow Mavis. Mavis, she flies (laughs) out and takes off to, uh, like, kind of following the roadway to the east a little bit. Um, She doesn't go too far, but maybe 10, 15 minutes out of the town, up the road, kind of traveling east, and suddenly she arcs off to the left. And you see there's this small set of shrubs and, and, and short trees nearby. Um, she kind of darts down into them. Charles right now what? We're just going to follow towards yeah. the Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, there was nobody there wherever she went. Okay. No, as you, as you kind of approach and you see that she darts down to this, um, it's like a small grove of trees, like low, low, uh, or short trees with small shrubs here and there, um, as she rests on a branch, and she kind of whoo, looks down, and kind of coos a little bit, and you see there's a section uh, here where it looks like there's a small campfire, and uh, you see where it looks as though you can see where some of the grass is kind of pushed back, like someone had been sleeping here on a bedroll. And this is like right in the town? It's outside of town. It's a little little outside of town, like 10, 15 minutes out of town. Anything around? It's just those bushes. It seems to be. Looks like someone just kind of camped here in the middle of the night. Is it still warm or is it just like recently? Um, As you kind of like kneel down and you put your hand on it, uh, it's it's gotten cold. Like they probably left in the morning at some point. Um, But you can definitely tell where it looks like someone had camped here in the middle of the night. Down and see if there's any foot, foot, footprints. Make an investigation check. I'll guide you. With guidance. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's, definitely uh, so that's the reason I made a demo <gasps> or, or prototype or whatever you call it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'll give you my own guidance. So as you kind of kneel down and you begin to look around, um, you don't, you see at first there are some boot prints kind of here and there, but you don't see where they left. And then with a 19, you notice, and some of the shrubs nearby, you notice there's a little vial. Kind of reach in, grab it, corks off of it, and you see there's a little bit of fluid left, still left in it. And as you take a whiff, make an arcana check for me. that uh, your teacher had introduced you to some time ago. This is a potion that, when taken, it prevents people from locating you or finding you. <laughs> Can I put the little cork back on whatever, the little tiny bit of it left and say, School like you probably did. I probably know how to do that already. No, no, it's beyond me. I didn't even know such a thing was possible. What? So you mean someone? It keeps you like magically from finding you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, but the slip on. Right. You would also know that in order to procure the ingredients for this, someone 
this would have to be a very, very high-level alchemist or wizard in order to procure these ingredients and know this recipe. It's not very common yet. <laughs> so. You don't say. No, it's uh, probably going to take a... I wanted to find who this was, or he got it from someone powerful. How did you get Cheeseman, by the way? Do you think Cheeseman knew this person? That's why he went over here? I don't understand what. Somebody around besides us. <laughs> no, it's just a board. You guys yeah. are kind of like outside okay. of the okay. town. Look around then. <laughs> So you're, you're opening the book? Yeah. So he pulls out the book with this, the seal on it. This is the one that I Can you do your um, detect uh, magic thing? Did you what? what? Didn't he like show me his book? Yeah, he did show he it to me. Yeah. And, wait, well, he what showed you when he used it to summon mm-hmm. Cheese Nap. Okay. And when he did that was when you saw the stars for the first time with okay. on, on Cheese Nap at least. Gotcha. So. That's what it did again to the yeah. summoning. As you as you hit it, cheese nut poofs out of your pocket and right in front of you. Can I try to speak to cheese nut? You can. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be solid. Cheese nut. What did you do? So, what, as you, you, uh, what did you do, you, cheese nut? You ritual cast uh, speak with animals once cheese again. Nip. Sus. And you try, yeah. you try to speak with cheese nut, and he just gives you this blank stare. Dang nut. Blanks. And Mavis flies down on his shoulder and she says, Told you he was strange. <laughs> he is strange. You're not wrong. <laughs> is this the friend that led you here? Front food. Okay, well, can we refer to him as Cheese Nip from now on? Cheese Nip. Yes. <laughs> Treat. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, Treat. She gobbles it up. Cheese nip. Cheese nip. Good job. <laughs> Can't you ask Mavis if she saw anything? Ask Mavis. See anything? She thinks for a moment. He came here? And he saw someone. Fuzzy. Can't remember. I let them know. Do you think it was that potion? That's why she can't remember. No, she probably just. She's just a cowl too. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. What is? I mean, she, she, it's a vague question for yeah. an animal who's not used to having to. She's doing great. Action. Yeah, she's doing wonderful. <laughs> Are there any other animals? See what direction he left. Um, make a perception check. Oh, she. Um, like eight. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> um, kind of looking about the general vicinity, you don't you don't see anything immediately, unfortunately. So good. Um, okay. Is Cheese doing anything? Around here, just chilling. Just, okay. just chilling. I'm gonna ask. He's not. Cheese is not acting out of the ordinary at all. Huh. <coughs> Less Less picks. <laughs> I'm gonna ask Mavis um, what she said. She saw where that person went or anything last night. The direction. No, I remember. Cheese nip. <laughs> Good. Returning. Not long after we arrived. Okay. Jeez, that what's going on? Why was your rat <laughs> going here to see this strange, random person? True. Um, <laughs> and that's doing magic. <laughs> okay, two things at once. I'm trying to talk to Jesus. Okay, well, Does Jesus hey. talk to you? In my head, I mean, I think it's him. Oh. I mean, oh. <laughs> Ryan, he talks in my head. Oh, it does. Oh, yeah. no, that's, oh, that's, no. That's, that's, yeah, that's I can tell you. Know, Gargus is crazy. Gargus. I am crazy. Your development scary. You know, Cheese Nip understands you. I, and I've seen through him, but he doesn't talk. Gargus is snap. So, 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 okay. Oh, 
Oh, let me cast it. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Well, well son. Well, Why won't you say anything? <laughs> Are you using Castaway? No. Oh. <laughs> something arcane um, and the the fire pit itself there's bits there's like remnants of magic as if someone probably started out with magic so whoever was here is definitely some kind of arcana uh, arcanist of some kind type of magic uh, it would be the uh, abjuration magic for the uh, I think it's either abjuration or divination give me just one moment let's call you um The vial is giving off abjuration magic, and the fire is giving off evocation magic. The campfire, anything else around? Any spots where maybe something looked like a stash? Or like a, um, Matt, you rolled a 19. Yeah, I'm sorry. You, you yeah. searched this place pretty yeah, thoroughly. Okay. Um, you, you can tell someone was definitely sleeping here the night before. You can tell that whoever they was, they did not want to be found. Yeah. That's that's about and it. I can't tell the footprints are going. And when you talked to Mavis, uh, Kathos, did you relay what what did all that? I mean, did we hear? We just heard you going. Boom, boom, boom. I relayed everything after. Oh, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> so something with the fuzzy, so basically, cheese nip. No, I think her memory was fuzzy. Oh, memory oh, yes. okay. And no description of who the person was. Or no, no. Okay. Just cheese with cake all the time. I don't know if I've asked this, but she notice anything? What that guy looked like was here? I think she said uh, she couldn't. She said she couldn't. Yeah, she said essentially she told you when she got here, everything just kind of went blank. Oh, she doesn't God. remember. She remembers getting here and going back. She doesn't yeah. remember anything that happened while she was here. Well, I guess we should, um, it's a dead end. <laughs> nope. to no, maybe I think it's a very open Hogarth. end. Yeah, I guess. Talk to Hogarth. Or see. Try and find yes. him. Find Hogarth. Retrace our steps. Enter town Try again. Try and talk to a ghost. <laughs> it also didn't sound like anybody was nearby when we were going through all this stuff, right? When you were coming to this particular location? Um, uh, no, I mean, it was, like I said, it was a little bit out of town. It's probably okay. half a mile to three quarters of a mile out of the town, kind of up the road a little ways. Uh, you did see the farms kind of scattered about, but this was more in the direction heading towards the Golden Hills. Okay, so. the map, it's towards Iridessa? Yes, towards Golden Hills, towards Iridessa. Why did she Oh, this person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was he summoned? Oh. Don't ask me, okay? Cheesenip uh-huh. uh, can be summoned by someone else. Can Cheesenip be summoned by someone else? <laughs> oh, yes, can be. <laughs> it's your ride! <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Who should uh, know? None of us are gonna know. You're the only one that should. Do you want some treats? Maybe you can train Cheesenip like I'm training Mavis. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesenip is going to become. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> it won't be very filling, I promise. Um, <laughs> I'm so oh, lost for words. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we should. Uh, I think we're really here to this. What it is. Inside check Artemis or not? Yeah. Oh, I'll take Artemis. Inside check Artemis. I'll see what you guys are doing. I'll see what you guys Where one begins and one ends. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so what do you guys want to do from here on? Moving forward. Uh, Hogarth. Hogarth. That would be sort of this direction, I guess, if we came out of the town. Uh, go to the bridge. No, it's opposite. Yes. Oh, it's opposite. Oh, his yeah. lunnies yeah. that he didn't tell his True. own wife about. Uh, rip. What? Oh, maybe it has a hint of his death. Okay. So you guys are gonna make your way back, back across to, to the uh, to the other <laughs> side of town. 
<laughs> so I figured was a was there a gate wall around this town? No, it is okay, it's open. Uh, it is open. You do now that it's daytime though, as you guys kind of like make your way back through. You do notice there's a little bit of uh, there's a couple of town guards, um, not many, mind you. You you see as you kind of wander through the small like uh, uh, residential area where all the structures are, you see maybe four or five kind of posted up, wandering about. Not very many at all. Um, Can I do one thing as we're I want to investigate and look for anything that would be familiar to me that might have been left behind. In that service mm-hmm. spot. Can I get this guest check? Can I guide myself in? Uh, you may. I got you. You got me? <laughs> oh, that's tough. Oh, no. That's That's tough. I mean, Artemis did a pretty good thorough job of investigating. Is, is you kind of like look over everything, you don't see anything stand out. So, as we go back to Quan Hobart, anybody want to go around the town and not through the town, just so we can get a scope? Maybe this person went somewhere. Two of us can go around the town. Two of us can go through the town. Or we can all go around the town. Um. Well, we can just do whatever y'all want. Entrance? Because we just need to go to the entrance, right? Yeah, maybe stick together and then we can explore around the town. Sure. We're not, not wanted here, so... I'm not trying to make us not wanted here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't want that, again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there okay. we go. Through the town. Sure. Through the town. not suspicious. Yep. Following you. Okay. Following so, me? Well, I'm following y'all. Yes. Well, y'all <laughs> so you guys make your way back towards the, uh, towards the bridge that kind of leads over the creek into town. Um, as I said, you pass by a couple of guards, you do see a lot of farmers, you see a lot of uh, maidens and young boys and girls kind of carrying laundry and uh, wheelbarrows full of wheat, flour, other things. Uh, you do see a mill nearby where you see a couple of boys that are carrying, like, uh, that are wheelbarrowing big sacks of meal all the way up there to be to be ground. Um, nearby fishing. Uh, as you get to the creek, there's no one fishing currently. However, make a perception check. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> caught a fish. Oh, that's not. Oh, that's, yep, that's, uh, no, that's no good. Natural one? Yeah, So as you guys <laughs> kind of approach and you, and you look around where you saw Hogarth before, you you don't see any signs of Hogarth. Um, your, your tackle that you uh, created is gone. Oh, we've already gotten to the point where that was? Yeah. Okay. So you get to the bridge, you kind of look. However, you do notice is you kind of, you don't see Hogarth anywhere. Um, However, as you turn back and you kind of look down south on the river, maybe quarter to half mile, you see someone, you see a figure kind of wandering up and down the shoreline. It doesn't look like Hogarth, though. You see what appears to be something shimmering, so probably armor that they're wearing. You see long black hair. Do you know if he would show up if you cast Detect Magic? I still know, but we could see. Oh, how far away yeah. is this? Just a heat of the air. How far away is this uh, person strolling down the uh, Maybe a quarter mile away. About <laughs> that, so it's 2,000 feet. Unfortunately, it didn't do that. You just see a single figure kind of like wandering down the creek, the, uh, the, creek, the shoreline. Don't distract him. Uh, <laughs> Detective. You detect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> DM. Imagine you. <laughs> okay, so and we're close to the street bike, right? The bridge where we are. Yeah, you're at, yeah, you're right by the bridge. Okay. As I said, on okay. this side of the bridge, there's a like a rocky shoreline, and there's okay. that one singular tall tree um, that's that's kind of okay. um, sitting near the uh, kind of near the creek itself. Okay, I'm gonna sit down by the edge of the creek, and I'm going to. Boop. Pull out my fishing rod. Okay. Toss it in, and I'm going to go in ritual to get magic. So as you cast the fishing rod, in, you're about five minutes in to the ritual casting as you're trying to uh, as you're fishing, and suddenly the end of the fishing rod goes. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear a voice as you as you kind of go to pull you. Don't get anything, but you hear a voice. Haven't any luck there. 
look around to see him. You do. And he's right over your shoulder, and he's got the line of your fishing rod, he's kind of holding it in his fingers. It's a bit spooky. Uh, no. But I did catch you. It's something. Oh, that's quite a shame, really. I was hoping you'd have a little bit of luck. No. You all see him, right? No. As, as she says this, you guys were kind of like looking ahead and all of a sudden turning, he's there, right behind him, yeah. like he was the day before. <laughs> Actually, do it. I don't see him. <laughs> you see nothing. Rare. <laughs> <laughs> you do be blind. I wish I could see those. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just making sure I'm not crazy. Yet. <laughs> we have some questions to ask you. Alright. We met your lovely wife. She is quite lovely, isn't she? She is, yes. She told us that unfortunately you died, though. Are you aware of that? He kind of, of course he is. Cocks his head a little bit. Yeah. Well, it would explain a lot, to be honest with you. Are you just now being aware of it? Yeah. Not really. Fishing's just too good to leave, though. <laughs> Give me that rod back. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks you were murdered. Do you have any idea who might have murdered you, and why? He kind of smiles at you, and... <laughs> Whether I'm dead or alive, it doesn't matter to me. Don't you want to help your wife? At all? I do. She's running that town alone. With no money. She needs some money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did leave her quite a handsome sum, or so I thought. Where? You but didn't. But mind me, I can't <laughs> quite remember why I placed it. Neither can she. She doesn't have it, unfortunately. Thanks for a moment. Perhaps you should go ask him then. He points down south towards the man that's wandering up and down the creek. As you turn to look and you turn back, he's gone. Of course. <laughs> yeah. He really said I had to peace out. <laughs> Do you recognize the person? It's hard to tell from this distance, yeah. but he looks a little bit like one of the guards that was with Eggert. And tavern this morning? Eggert or Eggard? Eggert. Oh, Eggert. Eggert. I, I had Eggert too. Eggert Marsh. Eggers. Eggers. Eggert. Mark Eggert. Mark Eggert. Um, so. Gotta enunciate your T's and your D's, sir. I'm, listen, I'm not a professional voice actor. <laughs> 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 I, in that moment, I had to remember, I was like, wait a minute. I didn't think about it. I was like, what voice did I do for Hogarth? Shit. <laughs> Just gonna go with it. Maybe I got it right. We'll find out later. <laughs> no, it's quite alright. <laughs> so, how do we know he's dead? We see him. We don't know he's dead. We trust his wife. Yeah. But now, how does he look to us? I mean, did he, he just look like appeared. a. I know, but he didn't disappear. He did that with potions and magic. Did he look dead? It's true, like but you rotten? need to take magic, yes. Every time, the only thing that seems off is that every time you've seen him, he's soaking wet. Okay, I remember that part about soaking wet. So um, you can hear the drips. But he didn't he look. He didn't have a scent. He did not have a scent. No, he, doesn't, he doesn't have a smell. And you he don't see through him. You can't hear him. You can hear his voice, but you can't hear his footsteps. Yeah. And just drips. Well, I was busy. He's not really a theoretical. magic. So I mean, tech magic. So I don't know if I ever finished, but uh, I don't know about part of the best the point on the line. So I'm sitting here. Definitely detecting that tech magic. As you finish the tech magic, <laughs> there is nothing magical in the area. Okay. All right. So oh, I'm going to take the. Uh, <laughs> He's not an illusion. And I'm, and I'm going to go in. Hey, oh God, have you caught anything yet? See, see how good you can do with this. He's gone. He's, He's gone. 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 <laughs> 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 I thought you should have. Okay, never mind. Oh, boy. <laughs> so we're going to walk towards that guy. Right now, in the middle of the day. 
Well, he's here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, as you guys kind of make your way down, following the south side of the creek, you uh, you do see the man up ahead. You get kind of closer to him. It is one of the bodyguards that was with Eggers earlier that day. And you can see further down the creek, another quarter mile, walking towards him, the other one. The two of them are kind of Did like wandering up and down no, the creek side. And you can see he's kind of he's looking around. Like he's just looking down as he walks, kind of looking up and down the shoreline. Did she tell us if they ever recovered the body? Yeah, the body was recovered in the creek. Down the creek. I bet it was a key or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. I'm walking, I'm walking down and I'm fishing in this creek. Can we help you Go find ahead. something? Alright, so you're just going to keep fishing? Yeah, we're walking, yeah, you know. Uh, looking for something? Look at this thing. <laughs> he, uh, he kind of turns around. You don't have to get it to be fishing. Like this a, one. As you guys approach and you kind of begin to speak with him, the guy that's further down begins to pick up the pace and move towards him faster. I'm just enjoying a daily stroll, that's all. What's yeah. up? I suggest you tell us what you're doing. <gasps> you suggest? Oh! oh. 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 I'm fishing. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Wisdom save, uh, right? Yep. Ooh. Oh, well, this is going to be close. Ooh. Hang on, let me see. It's going to be close. Ooh. 14. Yeah. I'm just having me want to burn a house. It's going to be close. It depends on. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a natural 13. So let me see what his wisdom zero, is. Zero, 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 zero. Zero wisdom. <gasps> he was casual with it, too. So as you. As you suggest this, he immediately says, Well, I'm looking for that dead man's treasure, of course. Shit! You What? And he immediately draws his sword, and his friend comes up, I need everyone to go to Rockford. Oh, I'm sorry! Whatever! Whatever! Oh, no. Oh, hell. I'm not ready. Actually, you know what? We're gonna take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're gonna roll an issue. I'm keeping that roll. I'm keeping that roll. I just rolled. It's been about an hour. We'll take a quick break. I suggest. You stop it. You're both That was clever. All right. That was clever. I'm so glad you got this. All right. We'll be right back, guys.